0: Yo, this is your boy Jaden, and welcome to my podcast. I am X. So let's do this. This is Jaden, and you're listening to IMX. This is episode 2.1. It's been a while since I posted a podcast. I had some stuff pop up. I recently broke my arm. That's pretty fun. And just a lot of craziness in my life. So I apologize for it taking so long. That being said, I've been telling you guys for a while. I was going to get some interviews on here, and I've been working diligently to do that. But due to real-life stuff on their end, and a very popular pay-per-view by the name of Youngblood coming up soon. I wasn't able to scare anyone today, but we will get them on here, I guarantee it. Uh, I got three or four people that are set to do that, but that's not going to stop the show. We've waited long enough, so uh, let's roll into this. Uh, This is episode 2.1 of IMX. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. You know, I've been really thinking about what I wanted to bring to this podcast and uh, what I want to bring as far as uh, conversation points. Um, and I got some uh, opinions from some of my listeners of what they wanted to hear. And uh, one of the things that I've been asked is what makes a good Fed and what makes a good eFeder. So I'd like to go over that today with you guys. Uh, but first, I want to address the the big ugly bear in the room. So recently, I've noticed that there's some podcasts that have popped up. Uh, seems like people are taking my my stead and running with it, and that's cool. I mean, it really, it, it seems like a uh, efetting is taking a different direction lately in in that regard more of an immersive uh direction and honestly that's what i've been always about uh i was not the first one to do with this of course this was one of the very first pioneers of this whole podcasting thing was mike over at the Efed podcasting uh show and if you haven't checked it out you should do that he's a great dude and his show is very solid he's always got some really like good stuff to listen to his interviews are always intelligent and um yeah, I mean, he's been doing his way before me, so he gets the props. But um, in that regard, I've had a lot of support on this show. A lot of people have told me that they've enjoyed listening to it. I'm very grateful for that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, some comments were made on a new podcast regarding my show, about some of the things I've said, and I want to make it clear before we begin. Everything I say on this podcast, you don't need to take it as fact, You take it as opinion. You know, these are my opinions, Uh, opinions that have been based on doing this hobby for a long time. Now, some the comments that were made came from a more of an administrative, you know, Fed head point of view, and you got to respect that because from a Fed head point of view, it's a different landscape. I've done it; I was a Fed head at one time, and it comes from a different angle than a, a rider does. But I don't think that they always match up. Um, It's important to always remember, in my opinion, what a a writer or a competitor sees when they're competing in the Fed head, uh, his Fed. So I know when you're in a staff job or you're in a Fed head job and you're looking down at the roster, you're always trying to think of new and important ways to motivate them or get them to compete. But sometimes you lose a wide-eyed feeling of being new to the Fed or forget how Confusing it can be to someone who's new or isn't familiar with your Fed. Now, I made some comments about having too many title belts. I didn't name any uh, Feds in particular, and now I wish I did. Um, And so I'm going to do that because I was called out on it. And that's that's okay. I'm not offended by being called out on it, by the way. I I welcome it. I welcome that challenge. I always have. That's not going to end now. So I was called out on Mac at night, I believe, or I don't know. It was one of his freaking podcasts. Dude's got two of them now out of nowhere. And uh, yeah, he said something about me making comments about his company, the EWC, who is sponsoring his podcast, by the way. And this is not anything I say on this podcast. I, I'm like covering my bases here. Anything I say on this podcast is not a slight to that Fed. That Fed is top notch. Go check it out. Amazing folks. Amazing community amazing fed head, amazing staff. So go check it out. But um, yeah, they, he made a comment about my comment about them having too many title belts. So I want to address that because I think it's important that I do address it. It's their fed. You know, they can do what they want to do. They want to have a hundred title belts. You go right ahead. It's, it's really it doesn't affect me more than just me being a, a loudmouth asshole who's going to comment about it. And I fully admit to that, but I'm just saying, to the average person who steps into a Fed and he looks at that website, he's gonna have no idea what title belt he should be going for, or uh, what what the forums even are. are meant. like I've got to tell you, even just finding where to post your RP sometimes can be a bit of a chore on the, on their website. It's hard to figure out where to do what. You know, Mac, the CEO over there, is really organized and really good about making categories for everything. So when those categories aren't there, it could turn into a bit of a confusing thing. And I'm sure some of the newer members will agree with that. Um, And that goes all the way to their title belt situation. You know, if you give everybody a title belt, and I did go into depth with this already on a previous episode, so I'm not going to do that today, but if you give everybody a title belt, there's really no, it it takes the shine off of the top title. It takes the shine off of the mid-tier title. I couldn't even honestly tell you what the mid-tier title is there. I mean, I know they're going to say it's the international title and the United States title. I guess I just I'm, – I'm more of a fan of having a top title, a mid-tier title, and an entrance title, and a tag team title. And that's kind of the extent of it. Again, it's their championship. It's their, their uh, fed. If they want to do that, go right ahead. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. I just don't – I'm not a fan of it. And – Mac is one of those kind of fed heads that won't allow you to have your opinion. He has to shove his down your throat at times. Um, and I'm not moving from mine, nor will I ever. And there's a lot of people who agree with me. And so that's that's where it lays. That's my opinion on it. I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm not saying his opinion is wrong. I'm just saying this is mine. Too many titles is a clusterfuck. And I'm not a fan of it. I wouldn't want to be a world champion looking down from the mountain. And seeing 50 championships clinging back at me. I want to know that mine is the one everybody is focused on. Not on the you know popcorn champion title. So yeah. That's my, my final word on that. Now let's get to the real meat and potatoes of the show. People have asked me what I feel is a good fed. What makes a good fed. And this is a really broad question because everybody has an idea in their opinion what makes a good Fed? Um, what What are you looking for when you enter any Fed? You know that sort of thing. Personally, for me, the first thing I'm going to say when What makes a good Fed is the community. Is the community active? Are they friendly, welcoming, approachable? It's important. You don't want to come into a Fed where everybody's in a clique, and you don't feel like you belong. Um, it's important to feel like you can. Make friends quickly, you know. It is a community at the end of the day. You're not really wrestling. It's just writing. You want to be able to, you know, meet new people and hang out, maybe hang out on Discord. Um, community is really important, really important. Sometimes, you like, AWC has a great community. UWO had a great community. Um, there's people there who will make you, you know, banners. But that being said, while I'm talking about it, don't ask for a banner if you haven't been competing there for, like, you know, three to four months. That's rude. And you could just split after you get the banner made. Don't think it hasn't been done before. It has. So, yeah. Uh, Community is really important. Um, And if you don't, if you're not comfortable with the community, when you enter, then you should look for another one right away. Um, You know, but don't be afraid to put yourself out there, introduce yourself and be normal. Don't come in too strong. I mean, if you're going to be shy, you're going to have a hard time making friends, but don't come in too strong. Don't come in busting all caps and making posts in all caps. It's just fucking annoying. So um, be respectful. You Remember, you're, you're coming to somebody's house. It's not your house yet. You're coming into somebody's house, so respect it as such. Next, what makes a good Fed is the administrative team. Um, are they helpful? Are they accessible? Um how much are they involved with the community and the reason i'm naming the admin team next is because i feel like they go hand in hand with the community the admin team should be around to support its members whether it be with writing tips on how to get better uh, voting on matches uh, whenever there's a question or drama and drama is a big thing in the feds you know they should be there to put those fires out immediately and they should also act like members though i mean just because your name's a different color, they should act as members. I mean, they just have, they're just they just members with a little extra responsibility. They're not, you know, the end-all be-all of life, you know? So administrative teams are very important in that regard. They are the middle tier between them and the fed head. They're the ones that are going to make the riders feel good about what they're investing their time in. So if you're a staff member, While your job may be to write matches or the shows, your primary job is to work with your members. And if you're not doing that and you're not being a role model when you're doing it, then you're not doing your job. Another thing that makes a good Fed is activity. This also kind of goes into the community section. How active is this Fed? Is this one of those Feds that you only see people post on the day of the shows or when the deadlines are up for RPs? Or is this a really busy Fed all week long? Perhaps this Fed seems like it's not busy, but they are actually busy because they're on Discord during the week. I, That's totally cool, you know? You want to be active. Nobody wants to just log in one day a week, post something, and a split. The whole point of the full eFed experience is not to pretend you're a wrestler. It's to be part of a community of people who have a similar interest as you. So again, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to you know, become part of things, to take a risk, not just what you're writing, but just to work with people. I mean, really, you have nothing to lose and all to gain, so why not? Um, Lastly, uh, the Fed head. The Fed head is the most important part of what makes an eFed good or not. If the Fed head is too strict, where you can't fart without him sending you a message to tell you to stop, that's no fun. You don't want to act like a freaking fool in there, but you should have a little bit of freedom to bring a little comic, you know, comedy to your fed or lightheartedness because lightheartedness is what builds communities. Is uh, your fed head non-existent? Non-existent is actually one I could go all day long on. You know, uh, Being a fed head doesn't mean you just pop in and bow and have people kiss your rings and you split. And if you have a, a team of admin that are writing your shows for you, That doesn't mean that you just wait for the shows to come out and get on them when they do it wrong. You should be working with them on every show. It should never be where your shows are late. Um, If your show is late, it's your fault as a fed head. It's not your your staff's fault. Um, You check in with your staff. You ask them where they're at, and then you fill in the blanks. When I was a fed head, I wrote the entire show by myself every week, and we were weekly. So if you can't help out your staff, to do three or four shows well you, you're trash you need to figure out your life <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be a, a fed head you should just be a staff somewhere has minimal responsibility um another one is when your fed head humors you says one thing to you and doesn't say the same thing to other people you know that's that's i hate that i hate when a fed head patronizes me and in says something to somebody else. Like he's playing, trying to make everybody happy, burning the candle at both ends. He should just be one way. He doesn't need to make excuses for his decisions. It's his Fed, man. He doesn't need to do that. Um, so I think if it, you, when you talk to your Fed Ed, you should be able to trust what he says. If he's not going to give you a push, then he's not going to give you a push. He, He's going to tell you no most of the time because as riders, our job is to constantly push the envelope and put ourselves over. His job is to make sure that everybody gets put over. So he should be used to it, the fact that he is not going to be able to make everybody happy. So Fed heads should be honest, um, and and that's another point. When a Fed head overly delegates his responsibilities to everybody, that drives me crazy as well. Uh, I think it's important for us to help the Fed head. We don't want him to get burned out. We don't want him to start feeling like he he wants to put in the minimal effort because sometimes he goes through crap in life too sometimes things come up and he doesn't have the time to delegate to the fed and that's where we all should help him we should all should pick that up but if a fed head the only thing he does is come in and tell people what to do and give jobs to people he's just he's not a fed head he's a delegator and nobody likes delegators we all want to feel like we're all pulling our own weight and i've been you know with a couple of fed heads that seem to just come in and lay things out oh we need four matches written then you ask him what match he's writing and he's not writing anything oh i'm busy making graphics no come on man i make graphics and i can do that really quick don't give me that crap do your work help out your fed and that's my opinion on what makes a good fed um now the real question is what makes a good fetter, an e Well, what makes a good writer that's strong well first speaking of strong you should be a strong writer yeah, you could be new to the riding game. Maybe you're not too strong at it in the beginning, but at some point you should be striving to become a better rider. If you're okay with never improving, then you need to be okay with your current status probably remaining the same in terms of wins and moving up the rankings. Um, but if you want to win the title, or in some feds, one of many titles, <laughs> then you should be ready to uh, improve your riding, become a strong rider. Uh, if you're a, a a champion, of a Fed, and your eFeds are garbage, you're bringing uh, a garbage reputation to that Fed. So expect to be held to a higher um, standard. Another thing you need to do as a vetter is you need to be friendly and approachable. It's really easier for the staff to work with you if you make yourself approachable. Don't be afraid to bring suggestions and opinions about your character, of how they could use your character better. Help them to understand your character. But also, even more important, don't be afraid to bring suggestions and opinions about the Fed and how you feel like it could benefit to the team. Now, don't expect them to take your suggestion, but don't be afraid to give it, okay? Because it's, you know, eFedding is always growing. It's come a long way from its days where everything was done on chat rooms, and it came a long ways because people were making suggestions. So please, uh, give your suggestions, give your thoughts. That's another way to become part of the community that you're in. So that's one way to do that. Um, another thing you can do to be a good fetter is to be consistent. Consistency is probably one of the most important things you can do. If you, if you ask to be scheduled to a match, then you need to be there for that match. You need to write your RP. If you can't and something comes up at the last second, then you need to post that you can't make it. You don't need to tell everybody your personal business, but just say, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it, and I'll not make a habit out of this. Now, if you do it again, nobody gives a shit with your excuses. You're not consistent. You need to be consistent. That's really important. You can't expect the staff and the fed head to put all this work in to promote you, and then you do nothing. It's not fair. It's not cool. It puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And honestly, when I was a fed head, I used to bury people when they did that. I would definitely put you in a match where you know, a rubber dick accidentally went up your ass. <laughs> so um, maybe your character liked that, and it put you over. I don't know. Be consistent. Um Lastly, I'd say be helpful. Being helpful is super important, man. Um, the more you help out other members, the better they get, the better they make you look. You become part of the community. The community gets stronger. Your Fed gets stronger. It looks better to the other Feds. more members come, it all goes back into being that welcoming thing. Being helpful. Don't be one of those people that just get on and uh, say negative shit and get off. You know? Be a kind of person that others don't mind going to to share their writing with where they feel comfortable with you giving them near your, your view on what they did. It's it's all a growing thing and you can't grow in e without growing with each other. So be as helpful as you can. If you have a little bit of a Photoshop skills, offer to write a, you know, a banner for somebody. There's always little things you can do as a writer to help out another another writer and it's the best thing you can do. So I really suggest you do that. So And that's really what comes down to making a good Fed and being a good writer. I mean, that's just a quick and easy way of going through it. Um, If you guys haven't noticed, I'm a little short of breath right now. I apologize. Um, I did have COVID-19 a couple of months ago. I'm not feeling the greatest today. So please excuse my short of breath. Um, So that's that's what I'm going to say right there. Uh, As far as uh, EWC is concerned, I'd like to go ahead and go over things that are happening in the Fed. Uh, their newest pay-per-view is taking place tonight. As a matter of fact, of this recording, it's Youngblood Two, I believe. That that card is pretty stacked, guys. You should check it out if you get a moment. By the time you read the hear the show, it may be over, but that's okay. You can still go check it out. Um, great people, great writers, and I was looking at some of those RPs, and they're heavy duty. There's some future world champions on that show, so I think that. They're really rocking right now on all cylinders. And congratulations to my boy, Jordan. Jordan Sharp, wearing two straps. He said in the beginning he was going to be the next undisputed champion. Um, and unless he uh, got down on his knees for the, <laughs> for the powers that be, he obviously told the future and got it done. On a serious note, though, congratulations, Jordan. You know I, What I love about you is that your, your confidence is strong. Uh, you don't let people deter you. I love how you write your RPs for you. And, yeah, you do ask people's feedback. You do care what they, your people's views are your RP. But at the end of the day, you're writing for yourself. It's very clear, and I love that. And it comes out, and I would have definitely voted for you as well. Um, excellent writer you are. And I also want to give props to Xavier Reed. Uh, he won the Undisputed Championship at the last pay-per-view, and he was international champion. And while he no longer has either title, it still was a great – um, accomplishment And whatever the reason was that he dropped it Or lost it or whatever 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 came down to make that happen I, I'm not in the know about that So I'm just going to say from a, a, a fan point of view I'm sure that he'll be back I'm sure he'll be strong And I'm sure he's going to come back twice as good So I'm looking forward to that He's a good dude A strong writer And at the end of the day That's all that you want to be remembered by Not the fake titles so oh yeah, and speaking of fake titles, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to this title conversation real quick, folks. Um, I have a pet peeve. Uh, what makes a good fetter? We're gonna go back to that really quick. I didn't write this one down and it came to my head. I can't believe I didn't think about that. I got 10 minutes to commercial, so let's let's talk about this, man. Uh when you come into a fed and you list a hundred of your fake titles that you won at other feds, one it's rude. It's freaking rude, man. Nobody cares about titles you won elsewhere. Do you think it makes us want to push you harder or promote you harder. It doesn't make a difference in the world. If you won the PMS championship in Egypt, I mean, we can all make up feds if we want and say we were, we're a 25 time championship, but let me tell you something. When you write your first role play and your, your application says that you've won three world championships here and five world championships there and 25 world championships at this other place. And then you write your first RP and it looks like, um, a a beginner still you just outed yourself as full of shit. So do yourself a favor. If you ever join a fed or if it's on your application now, delete it. Um, Don't list all the. I mean, I know that the applications sometimes say previous titles won. That's just because it was copy and pasted. Like nobody really cares what your previous titles that you won were. They might care what feds you were a part of just because they might know you or other fed members may have been in those feds too. And it's a good way to link up and, get reacquainted with each other, but nobody really cares what titles you win at other feds. It doesn't make you look stronger. A matter of fact, it makes you look like a freaking moron. No titles matter except for the ones you win in your current fed. So yeah, uh, don't be a douche. That's the, really the, the moral of the story. Don't be a douche winning the titles in the fed you're in. And those are the ones you need to list. All right. I'm going to wrap up the first half of the show with that. I need to catch my breath. Um, yeah, let's get to a sponsor because uh yeah it's important y'all should know who who is supporting this this podcast and i'm proud to tell you about it so yeah, we'll come back in a few minutes thanks well it's that time again time to pay the bills no i'm just kidding i would like to introduce you to something. That's been a big part of my life, and I want it to be a big part of yours. If you're listening to my podcast, you probably have already tried e-fetting in some way or form. Or maybe you stepped away and retired, and you're getting that itch to ride again. Or maybe you're just on the fence, and this is sort of like your intro to the whole hobby. Well, if that's the case, let me direct you over to an e fed that I think is probably one of the best that there is. EWC, the Extreme Wrestling Corporation that's the place that's sponsoring this show you can find them over at ewcprez.proboards.com that's ewcprez.proboards.com they've got a schedule for everybody plenty of brands to go on if you can only write every two weeks they got you once a month I'm sure they have something for that too if I remember correctly there's even one that you can write once a year pretty much something for everybody so go check it out and tell him X sent you. That's the EWCE Fed over at ewcprez.proboards.com. Trust me, it'll be one of the best decisions you ever made in your life. So we're back from the break. Um, lucky us I was able to secure that interview with Dominic Sanders. Anyway, so I'm going to get into that interview now or so. So here's a little bit of a surprise segment. But before I do, um, I want to recognize something. Uh, while I was looking over the audio, I noticed that the internet connection on my end was kind of bad. So it kind of skips in and out a little bit. And uh, But the, it was such a good interview that I'm going to uh, just post it anyway. So I apologize ahead of time if it skips on you. Also, my voice sounds a little wacky, wacky-fadacky. And that's just simply because of the device I was using the headphones. So I apologize for not sounding like my sexy self. <laughs> so anyway, let's get to that interview. This is Dominic Sanders' interview on October 26th, 2020, here on IMX. Yo. What's up, man? Not much. Let's get this started, dude. I wasn't going to have a guess on, and it's nothing better than starting a podcast with a few lies. <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Hello, everybody, and I've got Dominic Sanders on here. We're going to interview him way better than that other crap show he was on recently. How you doing?
1: I'm good, man. Yeah, I hope everyone's ready because this podcast is about to be rated X.
0: (laughs) This is brought to you by Durex. Uh, If you're going to (laughs) burn a few rubbers or work for NASCAR, that's how you do it. So, hey, man, you just retired, or at least you're working on retiring, right?
1: Yeah, I've, uh, I've got a kind of a farewell tour set to where I told the GMs over at the EWC that I wanted to, uh, I wanted to face like just a certain couple of people that I've either never beaten or I've really enjoyed going against, or maybe never even gone against before. So, um, just kind of a little bucket list of guys and and girls and, uh, they've done a good job and and really appreciative of the fact that they've made, uh, so far they made every one of them happen. So, uh, yeah. Now, well, if I win it, if I win any of them, I don't really care. To be honest with you, I'm I'm past the point of caring if I if I win any Shout match ahead. for the rest of my career. So, uh, yeah. no, really, I I, I'm, I actually have a nice little story I'm telling with the way I'm with the way I'm doing these last uh, seven or eight role plays. So, um, if the you know the people reading them don't care for the way I'm writing it and decide that I don't win, you know, it's not that big a deal. I just like that I'm wrapping my own story up the way that i want to do it so
0: yeah well for those who are just joining us you are the writer of dominic sanders you've been doing this mm -hmm. for a while you're the second best heel to ever be in the ewc i'm (laughs) I'm
1: guessing behind you
0: (laughs) dude you know what we're on the same page already i mean we have a future (laughs) in radio
1: (laughs) oh of course i think we, we could probably sit here and do this for hours i don't know that either one of us have hours but
0: no, i need more to drink and i need a few bowls <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's kind of hard
1: to kind of hard to share those when you're in you're in the west coast and i'm over the almost all the way in the gulf of
0: mexico so yeah we'll work it out one day it's gonna happen for i'm sure. determined so all right here's the questions um I'm gonna, these aren't going to be your uh, boy scout questions that you got last time these are going to be real uh i want to tell you ahead of time everybody knows when they listen to my show it's brutal honesty. You, you're not Dominic Sanders. So answer however you need to, because that's really how what it comes down to is people are getting to know the person behind the characters, right? Yeah. So definitely. yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh what was the reason you decided to finally retire? Was it A, because you were tired of writing? B tired of the Fed you're in, or C, you just decided you were done.
1: Uh, I just decided I was done, to be honest with you. Um, You know, I could jokingly set people off by calling them out, but it it, it would just be a joke and they wouldn't take it that way. So, no, uh, I I, I just, uh, I've been writing this character since 1998, on and off, and um, I don't feel as comfortable writing anybody else. So, I mean, I've had a bunch of off characters, but, uh, I mean, I've only ever really been Dominic Sanders, and um, it's just time. You know, it's time for for him to retire. It's time for me to, you know, focus on doing something else. And right, uh, right. you know, I can still be part of the community and everything. That's that's cool. You know, like what you do, but you know, I, I'm not going to be heavily involved as far as um, in E Feds really anymore. And just the uh-huh. people are people are good enough for me now. I mean i used to do it. I used to do it really. I used to, it boils down to, I used to do this because I was so bored. Don't honestly have a whole lot of friends. I mean, I've got friends in real life, but doing what I do for a living, and I'm just busy all the damn time. Yeah. I don't have time to hang out with them or see them. And so I started doing this because I was bored enough at work. You know, I'd have pockets of time where I was just like, okay, I need to fill voids and I would, you know, I would do this just to kind of, uh, kill some time and then got to know the people well enough to where actually, you know, I enjoy honestly almost hanging out in the discord or, or on the boards more than I actually do writing and and reading all the stuff. So, um, that's kind of what it boils down to. Mm -hmm. Um, I still enjoy the writing, but, um, I've also noticed that there are just, I I feel like there are a lot, a lot of people out there that are starting to just become such great writers that they're almost passing me up and that's fine. Uh, I want that to happen. I mean, this hobby would suck if no one passed you up. So,
0: but, I, We're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> I mean, I do think that the writing is really good. I completely agree with you. Um, I feel that we start to feel that way when we're ready to step out. You know, you start reflecting a lot. You start doubting your abilities when you get towards the end. I did the same thing. I remember when Drake was competing and uh, I would read his RP and if it, I would honestly shake my head like, uh, I don't have the energy to write a wall of text for three of them to uh, hang with this guy. How am I ever going to pull it off? Right. And right. I probably, I probably could have, you know, so I don't know. I've looked at some of your RPs. I've looked at a lot of them, to be honest, and I'm a huge fan. I, I feel like you could easily hang with the talent today, as a matter of fact, easily. So you're going out on your own and that's how you do it. Yeah.
1: yeah, and And that's, it's, you know, it's a lot a lot along the lines of, you know, maybe I could easily hang with them, but do I really want to anymore? Yeah. You know, um, I mean, I, I don't, I love, I love the hobby. It's fun, but I just, I'm 35 years old. I've got a three-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. I live, live six hours away from my wife and kid and it kind of sucks. But, uh, you know, I, I also need to be able to focus on my career a lot more than I probably have been admittedly over the last three years. And, Right, and uh, get to a point to where I can actually uh, live with my family that I do have. That it almost seems like I don't even, I don't because people don't realize that I actually do have a wife and kid back in Texas and I'm living right. there. So uh, some of it has to do with that too. Just a little bit more focus on what I actually do for a living to try and work my way out of being six hours away from family. So
0: yeah, good for you, man. Yeah. You know, um, but that doesn't mean you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, right?
1: Absolutely not. No, no, no. There you go. I, uh,
0: to be honest with you, I don't really have an NFL
1: team. Um, I grew up when I, was, I grew up in Southern California, and, uh, you know, I kind of, as a kid, was a little bit of a Rams fan, but then didn't really watch a whole lot of NFL, um, became a Peyton Manning fan when he came out of college, and so I kind of liked the, the Colts for a long time excuse me, long time just by proxy. Mm. But, uh, you know, when he retired, it was just like, okay, you know, I don't really have a team because I'm not really a Colts fan. Right right now, if you had asked me who who I'd cheer for, honestly, I'm a huge Baker Mayfield fan. That dude's just got so much swagger and he plays tough and he plays hard that I don't mind admitting that I could cheer for the Browns right now. I know that's a weird thing to say but they are what 5 and 2 so yeah he's a warrior know. man he's, he, he doesn't, doesn't give up at least yeah. yeah at least I'm not cheering for like the Owen
0: 16 Browns you know <laughs> yeah or the Bengals actually yeah. they had a good, they had a good team a good, good game last weekend they went toe to toe with the Browns but it didn't work out so yeah. he didn't give up again Mayfield's great hey, it could be um, worse you could be a Dolphins fan right they beat my 49ers I can't even talk shit <laughs> <laughs> I want to I really do, because that's a uh, Danny Max team. I know. Get, I know. <laughs> if I can poke him in the eye, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Random question. Okay. You got completely loaded last night. You wake up. There's a bowl of macaroni and cheese on the counter, and there's an apple pie on the other counter. Both of them have a hole in it. Which one did you end up sticking your dick in?
1: <laughs> I mean, did it have to be one or the other? Couldn't it be both? <laughs> I mean. Come Great on answer. <laughs>
0: Uh, All right. <laughs> you know, I,
1: I heard cheese probably isn't really good up the urethra, so I'd probably say that the <laughs> apple pie is the more likely one, but...
0: There you go. <laughs> Glad to see you put some scientific thought to that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Always, man. I, I'm an overanalyzer.
0: Right on. All right. How many feds have you been in? Uh,
1: in my life?
0: Yeah. Pro- not, uh, not, not mine. Yours.
1: Probably, I'd say I was in probably four or five before I went on the long break for about 11 years, and then I've been in, I think, four or five since I started back in 2017, but at least two of those are so not memorable that I almost forget about them every single time, so um, really been in three since I got back into the hobby, so um, I started back in the, the EMF, which is Extreme Measures Federation. Started back in that one back in March of 17 and was in, was there for six months before I left that place and came to the EWC. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've uh, recently tried, to, cause you know, being in the EWC with more than one character is, it's a little tough in my opinion. I've tried to do it so many times and I've been mm-hmm. successful at times, you know, cause I know you like, you like my Carlos character. Um, but yep. uh, bring know, back but yeah i i I moved him over to a different fed just to try a different community see what it's like elsewhere um i will say you know nothing no two feds are the same that's for damn sure and you heard me say that on danny's show the other day so
0: yeah but you know at at the parts i listened to yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well that leads me to my next question I'm i'm firing these at you so you gotta be ready hey man i'm ready all right what was your favorite fed and why
1: I mean, I'm being right. honest with you. Uh, the huh. EWC has been my favorite because it's been the easiest to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if you're looking back just over the last three years, the, the EMF was tough because in order to win, you had to actually, you really had to write like 15,000 words on a role play in order <laughs> to even have a chance at winning. And that just that burned me the fuck out. Like, right. it just, I killed my brain. I was exhausted. I would stay. at at my office at my desk until one o'clock in the morning writing just because I was like okay I don't have enough time in in a day to write 15,000 words Um, so you know move to the the EWC and at least you can you can feel better and and not be as exhausted and you can win matches and the people were nicer too you know if it wasn't for the EWC at least you know we wouldn't be sitting here talking right now so
0: that's true it's one of the the best thing has happened last um, over the last year and a half of uh, getting to know you is cool. You know, I didn't really jump on the Discord too much uh, because you know I have kind of a mouth. <laughs> just a little, just a little bit. Just a little bit. But you man. know what's funny is I
1: think I think a lot of people are adapting and, and we're all trying to raise our level and just be as mouthy as you are anyway. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I turned everybody loose. You I, did. I locked- i jumped in the other day and everybody said fuck you to me before i even got a chance to say hello yeah exactly
1: <laughs> i probably i think i was the first one to do it too i think i saw x is typing and i was like oh fuck off Jaden.
0: <laughs> you know what that's all right that makes us uh we're being real people though instead of that fake shit that's been going on yeah. so i'll take it all right your worst fed and why oh now here you go you're gonna be honest or are you gonna skip that question no i'll be honest
1: um The worst fed, actually, you know what? I even forgot about this fed. So I joined one called the Elite Answers Wrestling, it's E A W. Um, Joined it just because I wanted to try something different. It was like number two on the e fed list or whatever behind the EWC for a long time. Mm -hmm. They ended up actually trading places at one point, probably because I think they, it looked like they had a bunch of spam bots voting for them. Anyway, all that bullshit aside, joined that place and like, I think I went one match into my time there before I deleted all my shit because the people in their discord were so immature. Uh Um, it was like, I went, walked into a discord full of 12 year olds and they all acted like freaking preteens and it pissed me off. And I was like, are you guys serious? Like there were people dropping like Now, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you're behind a keyboard. I don't know what nationality they are or anything like that, what race they are. But there were, like, people dropping N-words and, like, Mm -hmm. all they would talk about is, like, just childish bullshit. And I was just like, I cannot deal with this place. And, like, there was a point where, um, you know, you, you mentioned something about, like, pro wrestling. And, like, one of them said something like, oh, yeah, you know, my favorite thing ever was when... Triple H drugged Stephen McMahon and, and took her to the drive-through marriage and got married to her. And then, of course, like someone was like, I don't know. I don't really like that. That's kind of offensive. And they responded by saying, yeah, well, fuck you. And it's like, okay, that's <laughs> – you guys are – you guys need to grow up a little bit. I didn't I didn't care for that place. I'd have to say that that was my least favorite by far.
0: That's fair enough. Fair enough. All right, random question. What's more important on a football team, defense or offense?
1: Did you know I'm going to say offense? There you go. Uh, I want to say offense because that's what I played. That's what I coach. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've coached defense before and, and, you know, they say defense wins championships, but even if the other team scores only seven points, you still got to put points on the board too in order to win. I mean, no no defense is going to hold any every single team they play to zeros. So, um, I think the offense is more important, man. You got to have a good offense and, and, uh, I look at uh, I look at my favorite college team. Won't call them out by name just because might give me away just a little too much. But they've been freaking experts at defense for the last twenty years of of existence, and the last five years they've been absolute dog shit on offense and and missed a bowl game last year and have been just average as hell. So right. I think offense is huge. You got to have a good offense, and good offense helps your defense too. If you're going if you're going three and out, it doesn't matter if your defense our studs, I mean, they got to go right back on the field. It's going to, they're going to wear down. So.
0: And there you have it listeners. I just started this guy on his next character called the coach and he's (laughs) going (laughs) to. No, that's that's just
1: called, that's called, that's called out of character.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question. Who was your role model writer that you've experienced? Like someone that I'm not saying you wanted to be like him, just kind of, he motivated you to go a certain direction in writing. And why is it me? Hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't, if I'm being honest with you, I don't really have a role model writer, uh-huh. uh, at least not anymore. There probably was somebody back when I first started in the late nineties that, you know, I'm 14 years old and I'm like, I'm like, man, that guy's so good. I want to be just that, you know, I want to be good as good as him. Mm-hmm. And I don't even like, wouldn't know where to find that dude. If you, paid me $400 right now to say, hey, go find this dude. I'd be like, shit, I don't have a clue. <laughs> uh, and I don't even know why I said $400. Bucks. It's a random ass number. Who says $400, <laughs> not $500? Yeah,
0: you're shortchanging you know? yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like, but you know, like, I don't, recently, I, I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of people out there that are like really inspire me. Um, you know, one person I will say that in the last three years since I started back up that just blows my mind with the ideas that he comes up with um and and the way he puts them on paper even if they don't make sense to a whole lot of people um they make sense to him and that's all that matters is the guy that used to be nostalgia uh right hoff is his name Mm -hmm. that dude probably has the most creative brain i have ever met in this hobby and uh i mean it's it's some wild shit man uh if you've ever read any of his stuff you'd see that it's like i mean I'm pretty sure he was absolutely stoned out of his head every single time he sat down to write. (laughs) I like Uh, him already.
0: Yeah. So, (laughs)
1: um, and, you know, I actually follow him on like his Instagram stuff and he's like into art and he like sells art and shit like that now. He doesn't even role play anymore. Damn. Uh, He doesn't even do this, but he just like, just so artistic. And uh, I will say, I always loved reading his stuff and kind of trying to pull, um, not necessarily ideas from him, but just kind of pulled the same like mental space, be like, okay, he did this because he was thinking this way. Maybe I can do that too. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, if I had to say there was anybody that's kind of influenced me in the last three years, it'd be him, you know, of course, aside from you. So
0: (laughs) well done. I'll send you check in (laughs) now.
1: Perfect. uh, Make out to cash.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Right now, as you walk out of the EWC into a different role, Name two writers that you feel are on the up and up, like they could end up becoming the next headliners.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, right off the bat, zero, the guy that does um uh, Hazama, mm-hmm. He used to be Nazumi. Um, he uh wow, that dude just that dude can put words together. Um, it's very, very impressive. And uh every time he writes something, it's just like you're always like, man. I, I don't know that I can beat that. And it's it's just because he, he's just so talented with the way he writes and like, he just has a way with words that um, it's very just intriguing. Like you just, you sit down and read his stuff and you just can't stop. Like it, it's hard to – you know, some people you read and, and like you might walk away for a second, come back and finish their role play later. But his is just like you don't stop reading until it reaches the very end. Yeah. Um, you know, he's one of those guys – And then another one, um, you know, there's there's one guy I want to give a shout out to. And I know he's I know he realizes that he's not the best out there, but he has improved so much since he's joined the EWC that I've got to give him a shout out. And that's the dude that that handles Jamie Matthews. His name is Corey. Right. Um, When when he first got here. Even out of character, the guy was a completely different person. Mm -hmm. Um, And now he's like, he's a, a, it seems like he's a happier person. He's way more cordial with everybody in the Fed. He's getting along, like he's getting along with everybody. He feels like he fits and it's helping his writing. Like his writing has improved so much. And I think he's found his niche with the character that he's using too. Jamie Matthews, what he's doing with him. Uh, he's got a story that's actually working and it's funny and, and I actually really enjoy reading his stuff. Um, I think he's going to continue to get better and better and I think he'll I think he'll uh, turn some heads pretty here, you know, pretty soon here. Probably in uh, you know by mid mid next year, I'd say, you know, he's gonna be a champion doing
0: something. So right on. That's a good words. I kind agree with you. He has come a long way. I um up until I canceled my account. I uh, was reading a lot of everybody's whatnot. And um, yeah, no, I, he is evolved in a quick amount of time. So, mm-hmm. you know, who else yeah. has evolved though? And I, it's kind of obvious him being the champ. is Jordan Sharp. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I, you know, I didn't want to blow him
1: too much. so I decided <laughs> not to.
0: You better get on his knees, man. Cause I think I, he deserves I it. Already,
1: <laughs> I already gave him too many verbal blow jobs the other day on the other interview that I did. And... <laughs> And I didn't want to. I didn't want him to get such a big head that he ends up losing his titles because he thinks he's better than he actually is. But, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Now Jordy's Jordy's awesome. Like he takes a lot of punches in character and out of character, mm-hmm. and uh, he just continues to win and get better. So yeah, I agree with that.
0: I told him I'd give him props on the show, so I wanted to wait for the right time to do that.
1: You know? He- oh, you know he's he's gonna be the first person that clicks the link to listen to this thing anyway. So yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, well, I, like I said, he. A week before his match, he was already saying he was the champ. He pulled a Muhammad Ali out there. And uh not bad. Not good job. You
1: know, it, it, yeah, it worked for him. Yeah.
0: All right. Now this is gonna this is gonna twist you up. I don't need names. I'm not trying to put you in a bad spot. That's that's my job. Um if you were to describe the worst type of Fed head, what would it be? And I only asked this because earlier in the show, before I got you on the interview, I talked about my opinion, what are the worst type of the best type of E feds, the worst type of E feds, and same thing with players. And um so I'm asking you, as a player, what would you say is the worst type of a Fed head for you?
1: I would say honestly, I can't stand when Fed heads are champions. Um that's one thing for sure that mm-hmm. like you're not like I get that you want to play the game, but you started this game, this particular game you know, don't, don't put yourself at the top of it too. Like if you want to go role play somewhere and and possibly win championships, go to a different fed to participate. Mm -hmm. Don't participate in your own fed. And that's my opinion. But, um, you know, as far as characteristics go, like ones that don't listen, uh, you know, ones that take criticism the wrong way, like you try and tell them that, uh, you feel like they can do something better. And they basically just tell you like, well, screw you. I'm the fed head Mm -hmm. and don't, they won't listen at all. Right. You know, and I've run into those before. Um, and really just the ones that just don't seem to give a shit about anything. Like they kind of just make things up on the fly and try and do things on their own without really thinking about the consequences of it. Um, and there are those out there that do it. And To be honest with you, recently in, not in the EWC, but somewhere else, uh, I was in a match and had like six days until deadline, and the fed head was worried that it was about to be a double no-show, so he inserted his own character into the match to make it a triple threat because he was worried that neither person was going to role-play six days before the deadline, and I'm just like... I'm like, dude, that's kind of messed up, like, throwing your guy in there. Now, he didn't win, and he actually, the the way the match was written, his character had absolutely zero chance of winning. So that made me feel a lot better once the results came out. But I was just like, dude, how are you going to, like, have no faith or trust in your members to actually get their stuff done? Like, it just wasn't a priority for me to put something out until five days before the deadline because – I just had other stuff going on. Yeah. And so that, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but finding out that he had, he had no intention of winning ever um, helped me at least feel a little bit better about it. Uh, He just didn't want the match to be just completely thrown out, I guess. So yeah, had we both know? Now, if we'd both know showed, then I guess maybe he deserved to do something with it, but
0: you know, who knows? Yeah. Well, shit. And 25 minutes just blew right by. Uh, yeah, I got the the dumb questions out of the way, and I'm I'm gonna definitely have you on the show again where we don't have to have questions; we can just bullshit for an hour. But um, yeah,
1: what, definitely, and, and make sure that at that time I'll I'll be ready with you know some some beers, <laughs> and we can just yes. see how the night progresses or regresses, whichever
0: way. You <laughs> we'll get stuff. you on during that. But uh, before you go, it's kind of become a tradition now for my podcast. Uh, when I have a guest, they bust a promo. So I'm going to give you an opponent. You, you don't have to do a voice or anything you don't want, but I, if you were Dominic Sanders in real life and you're going to face explode for the undisputed championship, cut a promo.
1: Okay. Jaden Hunter, it's been a long time. I've been waiting for this moment. You and me in a wrestling ring. Forget about the championship. Added bonus, sure. But uh, as much shit as you talk, and as much as you think that you're the best that there is and that there's ever been in this, uh, in this organization, you know I, I've always wanted to get in the ring with you. Ever since I started watching this promotion, I, I thought to myself, he's good, but I think I'm better. And, and I think I can prove it. You've done this, and I've done this. And you've done that, and I've done that. You've been the champion, I've been the champion. And now it's time for the two big boys to get in the ring and see once and for all which one of us is better. Explode or Dominic Sanders?
0: Damn, man. Book it. That's some good shit.
1: <laughs> hey, you said it, man.
0: No. <laughs> no, you put it down. That's good. That's really good. No.
1: Shit, that was on the fly, Dang too. Man. I usually have a little more time to think about that. <laughs> that was the point.
0: That was the point. Yeah. Man. All right, man. Well, um, it's been an honor to have you on this podcast. Hopefully. Uh, no doubt. I'll, I'll be yeah, back. We're going to get you back on. I always, I try to get everybody on with questions, but the second time around, you just didn't hear this to shoot the shit. I'd like to get uh, the writer of Melody Malone on here, and I'd like you to be on that episode as well.
1: Yeah, so, oh for yeah. sure. She and I, uh, she's like I said the other day on the other on the other show. She's probably my best friend in this game, so it should be should be a lot of fun. It'll be it'll be fun to try and verbally hold you back from. All the uh, sexual advances that you might make.
0: <laughs> I take no responsibility for what I'm responsible for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's good talking to you. Thanks for jumping in and doing this, man. Uh,
1: hey, man. Appreciate you having yeah, me.
0: Yeah. This is Dominic Sanders, uh, EWC soon-to-be legend in the Hall of Famer. And if he doesn't, I'm going to say a word for him. It has to be. It has to happen. So, appreciate no it. problem. This is IMX, guys. Catch you later. Thanks a lot. See See.